Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith, while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and be seen and known as an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Now, my guest today says, having faith is not to have courage to do something, it is the courage to trust someone. And joining me on today's show is Ruth Saw. Ruth, well, she has an MBA. She is also an international best-selling author, a speaker, and clarity expert. And as a Gallup certified strengths coach, she has been trained in Bible college and she helps others now step into their God-given destinies through books, through her coaching, and through her workshops. Now, on today's show, Ruth is going to share that in times of uncertainty, seek to be generous and to add value and what that means. She's going to talk about why as our purpose unfolds, then when we do that, it, it does unfold when we take the steps, each step we take, and then how to navigate through uncertain times and so much more. Welcome to the show, Ruth. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Thank you for the beautiful introduction. Yes, the clarity expert, I want to highlight it is him. We find clarity when it's above the clouds, when it is his perspective. All honor and glory to our Lord Jesus Christ. I love your rav. Love your t-shirt. Yeah, my t-shirt. Yeah, the clarity expert. Amazing. I love that. I guess an opportunity to share a little bit about their story and journey because often the work that you do and the, the passion that you bring forward with the, the information you share often is because you've walked that journey and you've learned insights and, and obviously, you know, obviously there's Bible verses that you've also clung to as well that uh, you can add value to someone that maybe is struggling through something themselves. So share a little bit about uh, your journey and your story. Yeah. First and foremost, thank you, Anne-Marie, for giving me this opportunity to share my story. So I came to Sydney 10 years ago, seeking to do my MBA, and I just wanted to have a corporate career. And in 2014, uh, due to um, the company being retrenched, uh, a hundred of us being laid off, um, by the grace of God, I started a company called Blue Dog Consultancy. So I specialize in procurement. So my role was then just going, my clients were like, New South Wales government, uh, infrastructure companies, etc., going into companies and helping them save money. This is really, really very different. But as I continue in my um, journey at, in my business, 2014, um, I transited into a speaker, author um, in the last two years. Wow. So it's uh, been a huge journey. And I believe that when I first came, I was lost. I didn't know who I was, you know, coming to Australia, not being able to, able to find work. I still remember I actually, when I was doing my MBA, I walked 45 minutes to school to save $1.60. Did you? It was, it was a very painful season. But now I look back at that season. Maybe some of us are going through it. Some of us are having, you know, dry seasons in our business because of what COVID has done. But I just want to encourage whoever is listening. Now I look back at my dry season, I thank God for it because it gave me the opportunity to find the clarity I need. 
and to really rethink if my life was a blank canvas, what do I want on it? And that's where I guess God brought me through this journey into paint this canvas to who I am today. So that's, that's a little nutshell about me. <laughs> no, I love that. No, I, I was going to say that, you know, often yeah. the trials and tribulations, and this is a theme that comes through in many of the shows <laughs> in this particular podcast, it is through that and trusting and having the faith that even in the most dip difficult and deepest, darkest moments, that there is hope and there is possibility mm -hmm. All comes through, and often, you know, as Christians, well, we know as Christians that if we try and lean on our own understanding and through our own strength, we will never get through. But it's often through through that journeying and surrendering that yeah. able to, uh, yeah, to, to to take us into to the valley. So, what was yeah. it that that happened then that took you from having your consultancy and then going, you know what, I'm going to write a book and, and start doing coaching. Was there some things that happened at that time that, that kind of prompted you to transition into that area? I've always wanted to write since young, but, you know, whenever I have such thoughts, I would just push them down. They're, they're not going to earn money. How much can you earn from writing a book? And, you know, coming from an Asian family, you've got to, you know, do, be in the business world, etc. And my, my, my consulting was bringing me good money. However, as I continue on in my consulting career, um, I just felt there was something more. I, I remember at that year, our church was having a theme, there is more. And I started asking, you know, what is the more for me? What are the things and dreams that I really wanted to do? And I think the key turning point was at age 40, uh, uh, three years ago at age 40, when I told myself, okay, I have lived my life to, for the expectations of my parents, for the expectations of my clients, etc. I have not lived my life for me. So it was at 40, I started actually going on a journey of clarity. What is it that I want? So I gave myself, which is written in my first book, Clarity is Power. My mentor told me when I wanted to write a book, I, I think it was a foolish idea because I failed my English, and I, but I had it in my heart. So, but my mentor said, don't worry about publishing. Just write the book for yourself as a manual for yourself. If it works, then you publish it. <laughs> so I said, okay, why not? I'm single, I'm free. Why not? Let me write this book for myself. What is the journal for me? And I, I think if any of us are struggling with the calling, what, what is God's calling in our lives? Like, um, just be of comfort that God is not, our creator will not manufacture something and take out the instruction booklet. You get what I mean? Like iPhone, nowadays iPhone is so intuitive. So sometimes I feel that clarity is is. Um, is not as far out as we think it is as long as we learn to listen to our hearts. So I went on this journey. I told myself, whatever my heart can, wants to do, whatever I can afford, whatever I can do, I will do it. And slowly as I step into it, I realized what energized me. Like, you know, after work, I will go to our church evening college at 7 o'clock, all the way to Hills. I'm at North Sydney, all the way to Hills. And I would do this strengths-based living because I, I got myself certified as a Gallup Strengths Coach just to volunteer in church. Nothing, no agenda. But then I realized that I would travel all the way to church and then share with people on strengths-based living and then drive another hour back. And I get so energized, I cannot sleep. 
<laughs> that's when I realized, oh my gosh, this is what I love. <laughs> amazing, amazing. And it's interesting yeah. that sometimes, and I love that you're going to talk about in a moment, that our purpose yeah. of take a step. I mean, that really beautifully speaks in, into that, that yeah. often we sit and we go, you know, Lord, give me clarity and oh, it's take steps and I'm going to direct your, direct your path as you take steps. So he's waiting for us yeah. to take a step. But here's where I, I'd love you to share some insight first into that in times of uncertainty, which as we've said, many of us are in, in times of uncertainty. We don't know what the future holds, but we do know who holds our future, which is yeah. wonderful. You seek to be generous and to add value. Speak a bit more about this. Absolutely. So this was actually when I was doing my Blue Dot consultancy. I had very difficult clients. They were really tough to deal with. You know, projects took so long and I was really frustrated. So at that point of time, I complained to God. I said, God, I really don't like what I do. You know, I've been presenting this for weeks and nobody's doing anything. It frustrates me. Then God actually pointed me to the book of Ruth, my name. So he asked me this question. I hope it encourages you. He asked me, you know, Ruth was in a foreign land picking up grains for her mother-in-law. So God asked me, do you think Ruth enjoys standing under the hot scorching sun picking up the grains? And that's when I realized, no, I don't think she did. Then she added another question that blew me away. Do you realize that if she had not gone into that field, she would not have stepped into her destiny? So that's when I realized that there's sometimes there is a season where life can seem so mundane, so uncertain. We're going through routines that doesn't, doesn't, doesn't energize us. In fact, we're just looking at the next step to feed our mouths the next day sometimes in, in times of uncertainty. But what he reminded me in the story of Ruth was that Ruth did not sit back and complain about herself. Instead, she stepped forward. She did what she could with what she had to bless her mother-in-law. And there was a season when I realized I didn't like my projects, but I knew that it brought in money. I knew that this money could bless the, the, the kingdom purpose. So I stuck onto it and, 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 you know, I don't have family, but this is what I can offer to make a difference, to be generous and to bless others. And I, I stuck on with it. So that if I had not, I would not have transited. I wouldn't have enough cash flow for me to try whatever I want, pay for a couple of thousand dollars for a Gallup certified strengths course as a hobby. I would not have stepped into my destiny. So... I learned that, you know, sometimes when we, we may go through a season of uncertainty, but have faith, God will open the door at the right time where we, he would show it to us in, in his timing. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, we've had, uh, here, yeah. Ruth truly had inspired me through her book, uh, Clarity to Create. So oh, that's my second book. <laughs> And uh, Aileen uh, West is here to love that, she said. So uh, oh, fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> but it was so true. I mean, uh, and we talked about trials and tribulations, and we can often use that analogy of, you know, when you're in the gym and you're wanting to build muscle, there is often pain, you know, and you're ripping those muscles to build that muscle, that resilience muscle. And it's often in that that we are growing and developing and, again, leaning on him and re recognising mm. that 
you know, it's not through our own strength. And then once that often will, will pass and we have that trust and faith, then opportunities will often open up and we'll have far more um, peace, I think. Did, did you find that you had far more peace and comfort in that too? Because often when we get stuck in our own head, there's so many rules and expectations of others and even ourselves that yeah. we on which which ends up being very much a clutter and you're talking about clarity often it's all of the expectations and the labels and the things that we think that we need yeah. to how we need to act that can often keep us clouded from the clarity yeah. that is right there isn't it so uh, Absolutely. let's talk about yeah. how unfolds as we take each step now you gave a beautiful example where when you started to learn how to do the strengths finder you were getting so excited you were driving home from church an hour and then couldn't get to sleep so share a little bit about um how we should be doing that okay i, I share that in my book first book clarity is power so uh, in the natural let's just talk about natural okay in the natural if you see something really far away and it looks very blurred what do you do you walk towards it, right? You walk towards it so that things become clearer. But very often, we're just standing there and not, not willing to move, hoping that the thing will get clearer. So um, I use the example where um, God's word say he is a lamp to our feet. He never said he's our head torch. <laughs> so how do we illuminate our path ahead? We have to take our step ahead. You know, so our purpose unfolds as we step forward. There's no point even just having a vision when your car is stationary. It's just like um, typing your address into the GPS and not starting the engine. You're not going to get anywhere. <laughs> right. So um, I learned that God rewards our faith. Um, and also this one thing I want to share with you is that uh, do you know that in, in Hebrew, the word heart and mind is the same word? Ah, there you go. So, so technically, very often we don't have clarity because our heart says one thing, our mind rationalizes out of, oh no, it's not possible, blah, blah, blah. So our heart and our mind is very often not aligned. My encouragement is that our heart is the best internal GPS we have in our lives. And it is obviously led who lives in it is our Lord Jesus Christ, is our Lord Holy Spirit. So let, let whenever there's a conflict, listen to this, by, led by the Holy Spirit, and then take that step. Even though it may, it, it may appear to be uh, impossible, our, our purpose will unfold as we take the next step. I'll give you an example. Writing the book itself is a crazy example. Like, why would I quit my job? I've literally quit my job to write the book. How much can I earn from a book? $1, $2? Like, it doesn't make sense for me to write a book. But I, I felt it so much in my heart that I, I wrote the book uh, and I published it. And I, um, by the grace of God, and I would not have known, by the grace of God, it became international bestseller in two days. And doors were open for me to speak in conferences, etc. And I want to share with you this. This is a non-Christian book, Clarity is Power. Uh, but I have a chapter called Spiritual Clarity where I share my personal testimony and have a salvation prayer in there as well. And this has just brought me to so many places that I just think that God adores us when, when we talk about Him, even though it sounds counterintuitive. And I, I knew that 
I would I could not take this to any publisher to publish it. So I had to self-publish it so that I can put my own salvation prayer in there. But it was it's so radical. When people hear it, when I was talking to people, we were like, oh, but I said, like, I have to follow my heart. This is what my heart says. By the grace of God, now I look back and I see God has blessed this whole journey. But was I scared? Yes. Did I wake up with sweat in the night? Yes, I'm human. But I guess I just have to keep telling myself, I have to practice what I preach. <laughs> There's even some incredible stories in the Bible when you think about Gideon, you know, yeah. massive army. And then God said, you've got too many men and send some home. And send some home have you seen the army of our you know of our enemy and then send even more home and i think in those instances we're reminded that if we don't full and when we're talking trust it is trust real trust that we know that the outcomes have occurred not because of the things that we've done and our skills and our strengths but rather really you know from from his blessing and sometimes it's waiting that's what he's waiting for isn't it i really need so that when things just seem absolutely hopeless, we know that that's when, um, yeah, that's when he can often do yeah. the, the best work because then we can see that, look, it's only, as you said, by the grace of God that this has occurred, that this has happened, that this opportunity has, has arisen. So that's such a great reminder for all of us because yeah. sometimes, if things aren't happening, we need to check in, don't we? Am I really trusting myself or, you know, it's like I hand the reins over to you, Lord, but I'm hanging on really tight because if I don't like it, I'm going to take it back. You know, it's your yeah. life, isn't it? Yeah, I trust you, Lord, but what are you doing over here? You know that. And also I want to, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm just reminded of Moses. So Moses was at the Red Sea and he was yelling to God like, God, what do we do? We have no way left. But God said, why are you talk, shout, talking to me? Lift up your staff and walk and sometimes God has given us I, I have to remind myself every day this is not something that's natural I always remind myself God has given me everything I need yes I feel my English but God has given me everything I need um, to, to, to move forward if I feel that this is in my heart um, I would move forward and then watch, watch the Red Sea part someone who's failed English becomes an international bestseller in two days <laughs> Brilliant. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Let's talk, about Ruth, about how to navigate through uncertain times because, I mean, we've already kind of touched yeah. on it well, but many, many people are struggling all over the world. It's, it, it, it is a, a time of uncertainty. That We are certain of the uncertainty. So Absolutely. Yeah, so uh, I think the world has changed. I, I do not know if um, you realise, like, I feel that God is bringing us into a new era where, you know, we, we can't set long-term goals because things are changing so rapidly and it's really uncomfortable. All of us are feeling very uncertain. The things that we've done before may not seem to have worked. And what do we go? Ahead? And then we have to change very, very, very quickly. So uh, I, I want to share with you a vision I had um, for my second book. Um, and although this second book was written for women, I believe this, this vision is for all. So I found myself in an empty hall. This hall was beautiful and large with natural light streaming in. I was in a beautiful white dress. The only thing was I was alone. And as I stood there, I heard footsteps on my back. And when I turned around, I saw him. I believe that was Jesus. 
He held my hand. He held me close. And he said, Ruth, would you allow me to lead? Dance with me. I'll take you to places you've never been. And as I relaxed on his chest, I, I closed my eyes. I didn't even have to worry about the next step. He just led me and I felt like I was floating from one corner of the hall to the other. So free, so free. And then he, he brought me to the center of the hall and he whispered in my ear again, would you invite more women into this hall? I want to dance with every one of them. I believe that's my mandate for the second book. And I learned that in this time of uncertainty, we have to learn to partner with Jesus. We can't, we can't rely on ourselves now anymore, just knowing what to do. We have to partner with Him and allow Him to lead every moment of the way. And in my writing, I, 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 I was drawn to heroes of the past. So there were a lot of heroes for the past. But obviously, my book was for women. So I studied about Amy Sample McPherson. So do you know that it was a woman who fought for Bibles in schools in the United States? Do you know it was a woman who first pioneered modern media with church services to reach more people? Do you know that this same woman, at uncertain times, in the Great Depression, she fed 1.5 million people, more than what the government did. And this woman is Amy Sample McPherson in 1920. Interestingly, she wrote an article that was very similar to my book about the bridal call, how we need to partner with Jesus as our bridegroom to learn and move with him. Kaylee, you have a dream. Fantastic. Oh, God okay. is moving. God is moving. God is asking us, you know, having faith is not the courage to do something. It's the courage to trust someone. This is so true, especially in this time of uncertainty. God is inviting who wants to dance with me. I'm going to take you to places you've never been. But I want to share with you the last, second, second vision I have, which is in the end, last chapter of my book. I found myself in the same hall and I held Jesus' hand. I was so excited. So I was showing off. I was kicking. I was dancing. I was kicking, showing off. But he wasn't impressed. And then he held me close to stop me so that I could lean on his chest again. And as I leaned on his chest, I felt such deep sadness. I didn't understand why. So I looked up to him and I asked, why, Lord? Why this sadness? It was really deep sadness. He said this that I really want to share with you, and I think that is the key. I don't want you to dance for me. I want you to dance with me. And I, I firmly believe that this is the key for us to navigate around uncertain times. For some people, it may... So don't, don't start asking, what are you doing during this month? Stop comparing because God has called us uniquely by name. He's created flowers, so many types of different flowers. He's created so many different types of animals. He himself knows what each and every one of us needs to step into. The only way we can realize our destiny is to dance with Him. And I firmly believe, I hope you're listening, whoever's listening, I firmly believe, when the world is getting darker, it's time for us to shine. We can shine when we dance with Him. Amen, Kayleen. Do you know this is definitely God's movement because I, I shared my book preview with someone else and someone all the way in Malaysia wrote to me and said, I had the same dream. Hey, that 
fun. That, that's exactly oh, right. <laughs> but it's true, isn't it? And, and here, and Kayleen said, um, for her, is showing you know me the enemy that was that show me the enemy was just a flaky performance. But I mean, what you both are talking about, and thank you, Kayleen, for being here and sharing that too, is that so often we can just get be distracted, but we know that even whilst the world falls and crumbles, it does not matter because, mm -hmm. you know, this this world, as we know, it will pass and then there'll be a new heaven and a new earth and everything will be perfect the way it was created before the fall, of course. However, you know, if we are worried and distracted by what is going on in the world, then that we forget the promises and that that are laid out for us, you know, and I love the way that you've confirmed and reconfirmed that we are. Um, Kayleen says my legs are shaking. Oh, bless you, God. Good way, of course. But it's true. It's a fantastic reminder, and I I also think too that you know as we start to. Um, create that movement and bring people around we're always reminded that it is not about us it is really we do it for his glory but we can as you said we can partner with him to do yeah. that it does need our gifts and talents and I think sometimes what will happen and I love the way that you've talked about um, your, you recognised your purpose through taking the steps. You know, we have an enemy that wants to keep us distracted. We want an enemy that wants us to continue to look at what everyone else is doing and compare, you know, our talents to, to, to all of the other people's talents. Women, as women, we can do that, can't we, quite well. We're reminded, and you did today so beautifully, Ruth, that each and every one of us has been made uniquely and we have a unique calling and a unique assignment um to follow and by collaborating i think and and recognizing that i think is 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 empowering i mean during times of uncertainty we may think oh it's fluffy to think about prayer it's fluffy to think about you know god's love but that is the answer uh i didn't prepare this but i just felt to share the key verse for the book clarity to create jesus is calling he says arise my dear dearest hurry my darling come away with me there is change in the air Arise, my love, my beautiful companion, and listen to this, and run with me to a higher place. Now is the time to arise and come away with me. And I believe, whoever's listening, that as we learn to dance with Jesus, he's going to take us to a higher place. In fact, Song of Songs says that when he takes us to the higher place, we will tread on the lion and the cobra, the, the, the schemes of the enemy. All these will be done when we are with him, when we actually learn to navigate with him and trust him in our next step. You know, you were talking about um, one of the, some of the women that you'd identified that it had significant impact in certain, um, in certain aspects of their field. Uh, you know, sometimes you'll read through different Bible stories and different verses and you'll hear different sermons being spoken. But it wasn't till probably the last couple of years that some of those stories that we're quite familiar with had such a deeper meaning. And one of them was the woman, woman at the well. And so yeah. often, the story about her as being the prostitute and having, you know, six husbands and so forth. But did you realise after her encounter with Jesus, she became the first, you know, female evangelist? She went back to her town, to her family and said, you'll never guess who I just met and, and off we go. And so, um, yeah, that was amazing. And then we, we hear about, um, I think it was Peter or Paul, but I, I was kind of get those mixed up, but he went to, um, to and met up 
and well, he was going to go somewhere to preach, but there were women there that the men weren't there, but Lydia was there and she was the, yeah. the merchant um, business owner. And, um, you know, she was, she, she, she kind of then listened and the Holy Spirit opened her heart and she was the first, she's the woman, she opened up her home for them mm. to get come back to so kind of the first building where they did church you know they met together and things like that so, so and you don't know her name you just don't know her name yet what an impact that they yeah. had lives of you know obviously yeah the word and and so forth so i think that's uh, amazing so R ruth as we finish up what would be one mm -hmm. insight that you would want to share with with everyone maybe i'll share my favorite verse one of my favorite verse is um, from Psalm 23, um, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies and you anoint my head with oil. If I were to look back, I struggled a lot when I first came with insecurity, with not feeling good enough. And I realized that while I was trying to build skills on the outside, I wasn't building my mind. And, and that was when I learn to meditate on God's word, that you anoint my head with oil. The Bible says that we have the mind of Christ. And I encourage that uh, wherever you are, you know, the new age practices mindfulness, that's from God. Our mindfulness is to be mindful of who he is, of his mind. We have the mind of Christ. And, and not only that, in the shepherd's tradition, they put the oil on the lamb so that the flies doesn't get in, the fleas doesn't get in. So that when God anoints our head with oil, the lies of the enemy cannot come in. And that's the most important asset we, we need to protect, especially at the time of uncertainty. Um, I remember I was made um, retrenched and I didn't know, I couldn't do anything. I just meditated on that one verse. You anoint my head with oil. And out of it came idea to start my business. So my encouragement is meditate on his word and let him transform you from the inside out. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And Ruth, can people get a copy of your book and, uh, of course, connect with you? What's the best way for, for them to do that? Yeah, they can reach out to me on my Facebook page at Ruth Saw Clarity and um, they can find my book on my Amazon. It's a launch special now on uh, $2.99 only until the end of this week. I will be changing the cover, but yeah, it's uh, $2.99 for the Kindle and uh, the paperbacks that, um, will be out soon in the next two weeks. Yeah, so my Facebook page is at Rousseau Clarity and so is my Instagram page, yeah. Fantastic. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. One of the things that I do at the end of uh, every show on this particular podcast is just finish with a word of prayer. So can I do that today, Ruth, for you? Yes, sure. Let's pray. Father, yes. thank you to speak with Ruth today and to to hear about her testimony and uh, what a what a wonderful reminder that even though things may be uncertain things may not be clear we know that uh, you have us in the palm of your hand you already have the pathway and the steps determined and uh, we just need to lean in lean into your word we need to seek your prayer your wisdom and insights so that we know that uh, yeah your lamp is the or your word is the lamp to our feet and of course the light to 
our path. Father, we just want to ask for your continued blessing on Ruth's work. And even for the people that are watching and listening to the podcast, can you give them insights, um, continue to bless them in the work that they're doing. And uh, we just, yeah, just really thank you for the time that we are able to spend in fellowship together. And uh, for the people who've been watching and for Kayleen, who was able to share that she's having similar similar visions and similar insights uh, as well. And so we just thank you that uh, you work in mysterious ways, Lord, and that we're just reminded that we are not to trust our own on our own strength. And when we really trust and lean into you, that's when, yes, we out, you can support our natural and, and really take that to just supernatural um, wisdom and understanding that, yes, we just would not be able to achieve on our own. So we ask this in uh, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. On the show and for everyone that was there. We had a comment there. So maybe if you want to go back on YouTube, someone was saying, I'm not, and I'm not sure if it's relevant to this particular, um, to, to the interview or another topic would said, not sure whether dancing is good or not. Dancing, I think, is uh, fantastic. I, I, don't, I, I don't think there's <laughs> dan dancing, but, you know, like, I'm, I don't want this to turn into a th theological debate. But I think if you do it into the glory of, of God, then dance away, sing away, bring the cymbals and the harp and the, the trombone. I don't think they had trombones in those days, in the biblical days, but I don't know. Uh, I think that. Fantastic. So thank you, Kayleen. Kayleen says, I'm close to tears. Thank you. You are so welcome. Thank oh, you for being thanks. a blessing on our life. Thank you for blessing us, Ruth, with your story. And, um, well, we, who knows? Maybe our paths will, will meet one day face-to-face -face when Melbourne gets out of the, uh, the lockdown. Who knows? But if not in this, not in this world, uh, we'll meet in the heavenly realms for sure, Ruth. All right. Bye for Amen. now. Amen. Thank you. <laughs>